It's the Luke and a Pete Show. My name is Pete Donaldson. I'm the drain pipe greasing, tax return releasing Pete Donaldson. Um, and Luke Aaron Moore uh, is with me. Hello, Luke. How are you? I'm good, mate. You all right? What's yeah, going on? I haven't seen you for ages. I know, because Chris Tilly from Clash of Titles obviously did the week before last, and then last week was our good friend uh, Jim Campbell. Your friend of mine, uh, Jim Campbell. Yeah, I bloody enjoyed having Jim on. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, basically, we've had two weeks of better um, co-hosts, really, haven't we? So yeah. we, we, we've kind of let let each other down and the show and the listeners because, you know, <laughs> we're not taking holidays for a little while. So um, thanks to the lockdown. I looked at my diary earlier and I thought, who is it on to the house? Fucking Pete. <laughs> God, for God's sake. And I've got to do Pete tomorrow on fucking Ramble as well. Can, can I not just have another Pete somewhere else? Can I say yeah. pick another Pete? A Pothelweight, maybe, or something like I'd that. Like, I'd like it's possible, isn't it? Possilthwaite. Possilthwaite, yeah. But yeah, well, I've been up anyway. since. Yeah, I started podcasting at seven o'clock this morning, uh, Luke, thanks to <sighs> the time differences in Japan. So I Ain't um, no part time hustle for you, baby. Mate, I went straight from holiday to um, an episode of The Office US as I end all of my days with, and then um, six hours sleep, and then and then straight back into the pod hall, um, only, nice. only halted by the man from the broadband uh, company coming around to tell me that he's going to have to dig up a lot of my road. Uh, I'm not going to tell the landlord. Um, that's for them to find out. <laughs> well, if, you, if, you, if, you, if your fingerprints aren't over the ground digging implements, <laughs> you're, you're, you're blame-free, mate. There's nothing <laughs> to link you to the crime. Yeah, the BT openreach man just came round and opened, overstepped in my in, in my particular uh, humble opinion. He really did make a real mess of that garden. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Oh, well, hope he doesn't dig up some of the things that you'd rather remain buried. Well, look, like your dignity. <laughs> it's a box of uh, really, really old um, cables. Yeah. Um, can, we, can, can we just talk? Can I just pick up a bit on that, Pete? Um, the uh, one thing I should say before we get stuck into today is mm. that if you haven't listened to Thursday's episode of Luke and Pete from last week, where Jim mm. tells a story about his um, his plumbing mishaps, please do because Pete Donaldson aside, present company excluded, it is the most I've laughed in a very, very long time listening to that story. Now, I knew the story anyway, but him telling it mm. from start to finish was very, very entertaining. So it's towards the end of Thursday's episode. Do go and listen to that. And one further thing, if you enjoy the show, go and leave us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your pods and tell some people about it because we enjoy doing it. It's lots of fun. It's super basic. We know it's just two guys chatting shit, but you guys like it. So if you do like it, let everyone else know by leaving us a review. Pete, I was going to say, I want to I want to um, pick up on something you said a second ago, which was how you end your working day with an episode of The Office US, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting to me because since everyone's had to change their routines and looking like they may have to change them again in the near future, sadly, um, mm. if, if what we're uh, being told is to be believed, um, then people... Yeah, the, 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 what one thing that people have struggled with is like, well, I know that if I set my alarm for seven, I get up, I leave the house at eight, I get to work for nine, and I come home and my working day's finished. Now, for you and I, it's a bit different because our jobs are vocational. But are there any tips to help people kind of bookend their day? Because what I always do, when I know that the lion's share of work that day is finished or I've achieved what I want to achieve if I'm working from home, there'll always be a couple of bits to do in the evening usually, but I always just jump in the shower. That's my kind of commute. Get in the oh, shower, right. wash off the day, and then I'm kind of know that my day, to all intents and purposes, is finished. So, is 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 the Office US an episode of that? Is that your version of that? 
That that is my sonic and uh, audiovisual shower. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would ask the question: Do you shower again in the morning? Then yeah, I have two showers a day. Yeah, right. Okay. Particularly in the yeah, summer. Okay. I mean, I might change that in the winter, but in the summer I mm. do. Yeah, because it gets. I mean, when we're stuck in this, I'm stuck in my spare room where the sun beats in through the window kind of most of the day. It can get mm. quite warm, and if you're making shows, you can't really have the window open, so you do get a bit sweaty. So I think I think it probably is best to to do that and also i probably three times a week do some form of exercise so i generally need to have a shower in the morning and in the shower after i've done that right okay well i, I recently discovered not really discovered to be honest I, I, i'm a very unfit man i've not played football i've not run around i've not been in the gym since january like and and i, I wasn't a massive gym bunny before that i, I used to go you in you do go once every january things. don't you to be fair i do go once every, <laughs> I, I do 30 days in january um <laughs> And all the other days have zero days of gym. And uh, yeah, so so I, I've not been in the gym for a long time. Um, I've not played football in, in eons, and I really enjoy doing that. Um, and I, I'm in a situation where I'm like, I, I don't feel great. And I uh, visited my parents uh, a few weeks ago, and my mum uh, informed me for the first time in, in my life, didn't know this, uh, that my granddad had a heart attack at 52. Oh. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm like, mum, And you're, and you're 51 think- now. I'm a man approach, a man on the doorstep of being forty. Yeah. I'm like I could probably have done with that Come information to be quite Come frank. In. <laughs> Come, Come into, into the house, the baby. House. I'm it's inside. Lovely. It's all right. It's lovely. <laughs> We're all taking statins. Um, yeah. Just I'm I'm, I'm like, ma'am. Um, you realise like that's actually quite important. Like yeah. he had a, a heart attack at fifty two. He was a minor. I don't. He didn't smoke, but he was a minor. Obviously, there are you know. I think being you're only a minor, minor for if you're under eighteen, like, aren't you? Yeah, but if well, he might have had it, you know, less risk of a heart attack. He wasn't minor, but he, yeah, just being being a minor all his life. It, it, there are obviously health, um, uh, but not benefits, but there, there are there are pitfalls. Um, excuse my t- turn of phrase. Yeah. Um, and he uh, was uh, a, f- a fairly fit and healthy bloke, and he had a heart attack at fifty-two. Died it's in his 70s, 73, 74, something like that. And so, I could have done with that information. So I, ch- I bought a little um, heart. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, blood pressure monitor. Yeah. Approaching high blood pressure, I am apparently right, at forty. Right, That's right. not ideal, is it? No. My mum had that, to be fair. So it's and she's and her mum lived. She, she was ninety three. So quite frankly, Luke, this could be the last Luke and Pete show. That's all I'm saying. Right? Well, Jim's Jim's around. He's obviously what's Jim's around. Show. Jim's around. He's proved <laughs> he's proved himself. Yeah, that's why you think I got Jim in. Um, I was going to say that. Um, that yeah, you. I mean, I'm 40 now. I was 40 a week or so ago. So, mm. um, it kind of happy birthday. Thank you very much. And and the the reason I, I mentioned that is because now I don't know if this has changed due to what's happened with COVID, but um, and this is kind of a bit of a public information message, I suppose, to anyone listening out there, um, is that when you hit 40, I do believe you start to become eligible for annual health checkups um, from the NHS. Right. So okay. when you hit 40 next April, will it be Pete? You'll be 40, won't you? Mm. Um, you can go and do that. Now, I don't know if it's changed because of COVID. Maybe they're just saying that we can't prioritize that at the moment. But at some point, I'm going to have to go in and get that done because I had it done. Um, I had a kind of all over health check about mm, 18 months ago because my wife and I both got tonsillitis. And um, okay. we went in just to double check that it was the because there's, there's two types of tonsillitis and the one that you have to go and get checked for is is the one that could be really um, can be treated with um, with antibiotics or whatever. Anyway, mm. um, they gave me a check up then they did the whole thing the blood sugar level they did blood pressure did all that kind of stuff um, yeah. and gave me an ECG an ECG and stuff and I was all fine. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it probably does it does 
probably serve you well to, to get checked every so often. Luckily, in my family, touch wood, um, we don't have a history of high blood pressure or cholesterol or anything like that because I think a lot of it, whether you like it or not, of course, it is affected by diet. It's genetic, it? yeah. it's, a lot of it can be kind of genetic, yeah, so you've got to be careful. Mm. Oh, dearie me. But I, 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 with the um, health checkups, did they make you run on a running machine with one of those um, tubes in your mouth? That's all I want. No, I didn't I do that. I want an EKG and I want uh, – or ECG? EKG is a microphone, mate. You just, you just love the lifestyle. <laughs> An ECG, they just put these things on your chest, basically. I just I watched the um, I just you can get those for your smartphone now. Apparently, if you're having like a, if you're worried about um, palpitations or uh, any kind of uh, weird heart things, a mate has got um, these two little metal pads that she sticks to the back of her phone, and she um, if she feels she's having like a you know a, a, an attack or something, or as I said, an undiagnosed heart condition, like a hole in her heart, um, and if she's having uh, what she thinks is an attack, she quickly just pulls the um, little pads off the back of her phone and grabs hold of them. And then it, with the smartphone app, it kind of basically checks whether, you know, there's something weird's going on with your heart, with the, ele- the electricity and things like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it's on, on you all the time, effectively. It's a little bit like back in the day. My, my, my friend's uh, dad died suddenly of a heart attack, and he was given um, one of those, like, a really slow-moving cassette recorder uh, and it would record the the the, the heart and, and and then they would run that tape through a computer and figure out if there was any kind of pattern of, of kind of ill ill behavior on, on on the side of the heart i mean obviously i was just fascinated by the, the, the slow tape recorder yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so i, I didn't could we play manic minor could we record yeah. manic minor over one of those tapes i could probably fit loads of loads of data on that yeah. That looks like a 120 at least, a TDK 120. Um, I, 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 um, it, it just reminds me, first of all, I feel like people, is that, is that good though? I mean, should, should it not be being interpreted, should the data not be being interpreted by someone who actually knows what they're doing? Yeah, but I mean, I think you can meet people halfway. So hasn't, hasn't the new um, Apple um, smartwatch, hasn't that got like a, a blood oxygen detector or something? It that shouldn't could, be this, used. All this stuff could revolutionise people's health, you know that. Oh, I mean, look, just keep keep an eye on stuff, innit? Just your your heart your heart suddenly starts fluttering or whatever, and, and your and your watch goes, Pete, stop that, <laughs> stop whatever you're doing. <laughs> you're going over the edge, mate. You could probably but choose it like I'm... you choose your ringtone. That's enough. That's enough now. <laughs> stop. This. Get like a sergeant major. Say I'll tell you off. <laughs> your girlfriend's coming home. Stop this. Stop eating M and M's for fuck's sake, Luke. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I very much enjoyed the uh, show last week with Jim. The, the the floppy protesters amused me immensely. Yeah. The idea that the the uh, a put upon police sergeant had to just ask people to stop going floppy. Jim's a, Jim's a really good storyteller, but the thing is, he's always he is. so all over the place. Doesn't know what he's doing half the time that he can't get mm. can't find the window to tell the story. So like, right, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but Pete, I was going to say when when you had Chris on, which I also enjoy, I like Chris, funny funny guy, um, and I, and his show Clash of the Titles, a film show, another Stakhanov kind of show, is well worth a, a turn of the head if you get a chance. Mm. But um, when you were recording that show, I worked mm. out that I was um, climbing an ill-advised uh, climb of a mountain in um, in Scotland. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it yet because I was away and then mm. you were away. It's this mountain called the Cobbler, right? Now, it is an intermediate climb. I mean, what I mean by that is you don't need anything other than like a good pair of walking shoes to to get up there. Um, it's not like you need like crampons and like ropes and stuff. But mm. um, it, it, I think I'm getting to that age now where stubbornness is starting to take over, where I feel, right. I feel a bit like, you know, all right, 
look, if you're 40 years old, it's not that old in the grand scheme of things. You know, you've got hopefully touch wood, you've got a good amount of your life left to go. You know, I'm fairly active. I went for a run yesterday. I don't feel any different. But that was a tough old climb. The only consolation would be that mm. my wife, who's quite a bit younger than me, um, also found it quite tough. But I mm. would have loved to have seen you get up there, Donny, with your uh, with the old. Uh, it could be good for your good for your lungs, probably. Good bit of fresh good for your air. lungs. I mean, I mean, the air's quite thin. I I, I do I quite like a, a yomp. I quite like a, a, little, a little climb on the rare occasions I've I've treated myself to such a thing. But yeah. I, it, the problem I've got at the moment is that every part of my foot is bleeding. Oh, right. Uh, it's, uh, I've got, I bought myself a pair of like, um, kind of summer Not that trainers. Not thing again. The burn, no, I didn't burn much foot with pot noodle again. No, no. um, I, uh, I've got the, these, tr- these trainers that have rubbed the back of my foot off. Oh, yeah. I, um, bought some flip flops when I was away that the sides of the feet, Little Javiana things that yeah. that, that, that burn the, the, the I've got massive holes in the side of my foot, and then I bought those thong flip flops, and which rub the inside of my toe out completely. And now I'm just a weeping sore. Like my feet are just weeping and sore. Is it just because I just haven't spent quite so much time with my feet on the street, so to speak? I've been spending <laughs> most of my time indoors. The common denominator here is your feet, by the sound of it. Look, yeah, I've got some. Just, I've disgusting. got some. Um, I've got some robust opinions around men wearing flip flops. Uh, right. I don't think. I, and to be honest, let's not make it sexist. It's not even men. I just think flip flops are just dreadful generally. I don't know. I don't know what service, like what's what purpose they serve. Like I just don't mm. understand why you would wear a pair of flip flops. They do nothing for anyone. They're terrible for your feet. Terrible for your posture. You can't really move in them. They always flip off. You can't wear them on the beach when, like people say, you can because they get stuck in the sand. They're just absolutely pointless. So well, what do you, what do you wear, wear on the on the beach? What do you wear on the beach? I'd wear a pair of like lightweight plimsolls until I get to the yeah. beach and I'll just take them off. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wear Toms. I'm, I'm a big fan of Toms. Yeah, you, the you pair of vegetables pair would be give... fine for the hot sand. Yeah. No problem. Mm. That's what I'd say. Uh, are you just wearing them wrong? Are you wearing fl- um, flip flips? Well, I don't wear them at all. Yeah, I've got two, I've got two right, two right feet. Yeah, two exactly. right feet. <laughs> but but Donny, on this, on, I'm just going to say on this mountain, right? This this the mm. cobbler. It's not even high enough to be called a Munro, which is the Scottish kind of term for people who want to. Oh, climb a, a Munro. Yeah, climb a certain height. It's I think it's about mm. a nine hundred and something meter f- climb, and it needs to be a thousand meters to be technically a Munro. But anyway, so I was climbing it, and and we got up and got out there pretty early, so we were the only we we're the first people up there. And uh, mm. it was pretty, pretty straightforward, like a pretty gentle incline. And I remember thinking to myself, this has been going on for like an hour now. It's going to mm. take us either all day at this rate of gradient to get to the top of this mountain, mm. or it's going to get really hard really quick. And then we turned, right. the, we turned the corner, right? And there was probably, so there's a load, someone's put a load of concrete-ish, like stone steps in, right? And, <clears> and I'm telling you now, I reckon... There was at least a thousand of them, right? right. And and yeah. so I looked on my iPhone at the end of the day. I looked on my iPhone. You know they do the flights climb, like the elevation thing, right? And I did one hundred and sixty nine floors, right? <laughs> and and a floor is I think fifteen steps. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, imagine so. Basically, imagine going to the bottom of a big building and someone saying that's one hundred and sixty nine floors that building. You're going to go up to the top floor and there's no lift. That's basically what happened yeah. to me. And my knees on the way down did not thank me one little bit because people don't think about the descent. The, 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 no. the climbing down is by far the hardest bit. It's so painful when you get to on some the knees. Age. Yeah, and, and yeah. the quads and the calves and everything, man. It's awful. It was great do fun. You to, do, you, 
Do you have to like talk to people when they're coming down while you're going up? Do you? Have I knew to, you're like, going to ask of, this. Is it that kind of? Yeah. I just, I'll just. It's that kind of side of things. I can't. Really yeah, you would with. be struggling. Oh with yes, that. hello. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Oh, good. Brilliant. Do you oh, want to know what, what? Do you want to know what? Um, what tactic I employed, which you'll hate? Uh, screaming. No, I don't. <laughs> I just wrestled them down. <laughs> yeah, you have to climb up again now. No, I. Uh, so for the first kind of half an hour of us descending mm. and seeing people come up. I would say, oh, you're nearly there. Keep going. You're nearly there. Oh, yeah. Luke. And then, um, and then and after that, the intermediate bit, I would say, oh, you've got quite a way to go. Keep it up. And then, <laughs> at the bottom, I just descended entirely to a um, to a hello, mm. good morning, how you doing? Kind of thing. Uh, good morning. Yeah, I'm dying. And I smeared a lot of yeah. fake blood all over me, and said, "There's a fucking <laughs> massive wolf at the top." There's a wolf, and you gotta fight it. It's and a bear. If you don't win, yeah. if you don't win, you get sexy with you. Yeah, you. yeah, oh yeah, you're enjoying it now, but wait till you get to the end of level boss, covered in blood, all my <laughs> clothes ripped. All my clothes are ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. And my bum was hanging out as well. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> no, it was good anyway. It yeah. was fun. Pete, yeah, um, good. you um. You you want to talk a little bit about um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I was going to say, do you want to talk a little bit about um, fashion? Because you just mentioned um, you've got some new footwear, right? Um, okay, I, I, and some I, bleeding feet. Yeah, coincidentally, well, no, bleeding feet aren't in fashion apparently. But mm. I read this morning, great band. <laughs> yeah, I um, I looked um, through just a few few some of the headlines just ahead, and I knew that we were going to be recording. Um, mm. Particularly enjoyed uh, Donald Trump's uh, tax uh, tax situation. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. The one thing, the one thing he's got on Joe Biden, you know, in in the opinion polls, is that you know people trust him more on the economy. It's like, have you seen (laughs) how terrible he has been for that long? Good lord! Um, Paid less federal income tax in a year than I than I would pay in a month. Uh, Good man. Um, No, anyway. Aside from that, I saw in a fashion section on the Guardian that in a in a big way. Socks with sandals are back in fashion, so that could help mm. your um, your blister situation, couldn't it? Yes, it would, wouldn't it? And, and yeah, and is this all like the the, the sliders with the footballers? It's it just seems to be like no, it's that. not that. Although that is a big thing, isn't it? Right. It's, yeah, no, it's, it is. I, yeah. I saw a picture of a of a model, Adidas. a model wearing some like leather strap strappy kind of sandals with oh, um, right. some white socks. I'm I'm not against that to be honest. Yeah, that that, that uh, doesn't film. I th- I think sometimes things that used to kind of, you find quite offensive, you kind of come round to them eventually. I think you don't find you. Don't, I I don't have such strong opinions about 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 fashion. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I I a few uh, like I think last year I was I was considering on a holiday buying one of those um, bum bags that you go that go across here. Across your um, chest, uh, I was yeah, but that is like fashionable. That's like a, that's like an uh, that's like an overly fashionable decision. That's like a fashion but thing. I am approaching forty. That's what I'm saying. So you shouldn't be feet. Should you be doing that? <laughs> no. No, I shouldn't be doing that. But I'm saying that uh, th- th- that's just something that would have offended me, a man of a certain age making decisions like that. And then now I've become a man of a certain age, I'm mm. making decisions like that. Mm. And I'm loving it. I'm loving life. I got to the point where I just want I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of, I mean, I switched a little bit too easily under lockdown from because uh, I used to wear I was wearing a lot of suits in sort of February and I'll probably go back to them uh, in the in the fall in the autumn as it starts to get a little bit colder but um, I brought I bought some like smart trousers but they were like drawstringed and oh, right. oh what a treat what a treat Loki yoga pants what a treat 
Yeah, yoga pants for the big boys. One, one thing that's it's not delicious. mentioned enough, re-fashion, is that like, and maybe it is mentioned enough and I just don't know about it, which is entirely possible, is that mm. when it comes to things that are fashionable in quotes, right, when I know the industry's changed to an extent, whereas now you actually do see like normal people on billboards a lot, and well, not a lot, but a bit more than you did, and, and, and yeah. models can be all different types of shade mm. and um, shapes and sizes, sorry, and, and all different stuff like that, and, and that's a good thing. But ultimately, what's not spoken about enough is that the type of people who are fashion models, they could wear almost literally anything, and it looks amazing. And and it's yes, kind of it doesn't yeah. feel, it feels a bit like it feels a bit pointless because it, you know, for example I, I noticed uh, when Man United put out that um, controversial third kit the kind of zebra stripe black and white third kit right mm. I've long held this theory that if if something goes awry with Man United or they don't, they, they have a little bit of a bad kind of period or they, they just get David Beckham to do something right and yes, what, what they yeah, did yeah. is they got David Beckham to wear that kit on his Instagram it looked amazing because of course it mm. looks amazing because it's David Beckham right <laughs> and I think that what needs to happen more often or what could be done as a little gap in the market is just get a load of normal people of like a hundred mm. different body shapes which I'm sure there are and stick them up on a website and say this is what this will look like on you with like augmented, you. augmented reality and stuff because that, that'll give you a much better flavor of, uh, mm. of what's going to happen because otherwise it's completely fucking pointless. The amount of times when I was younger, I'd buy stuff off the internet and obviously I'm quite tall so I can get away with a bit of stuff. Um, it would look ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous mm. because because at that point I would have been, you know, um, I'm 6'3 and I would have been not even that fat. I would have been like 200 pounds which isn't that much, right? That's like, that's, that's not, not, that, not that overweight but it would just look ridiculous because I wasn't, 150 pounds is ridiculously skinny. So, like, I understand that women get get it a lot worse than men do, but I'm just saying that, like, I think it would enhance the fashion industry for them to be more realistic in the long term. Yeah, and also um, for people who've got long legs and short bodies, I th- I, don't, I can't remember which one I've got. I, th- I think I've got long legs and a short body, and buying suits is a nightmare. The amount of times I've bought a suit that's just too long for me, and I've gone to um, the little tailors underneath uh, um, Charing Cross Station and just went, can you just take a few inches off that? And I've cut it so short that the pockets actually hang out of the bottom of the shirt of the suit. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you so like you, to you, wear you, your jacket short though, don't you? That's the thing. Mm, yeah, I don't like to flap around. I don't want everyone no. to see my um, underwear and keister, so to speak. <laughs> but anyway. Pete, I, 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 I was also going to say that um, with with um, with with uh, fashion as well, you get this kind of idea of vanity sizing, which is uh, mental to the point of where. I remember when I was going up to Scot when I went to Scotland a couple of weeks ago, mm. I needed to buy like a warm jumper because I completely forgot to pack one. Uh, I was yeah. really busy, I had to go straight from work and I forgot to pack one. Right. So I go to the shop and buy a, a kind of outdoorsy, nice fleecy jumper, right? Nothing fancy, nothing major. And, yeah. I, tr- and I, I was trying stuff on. Anyway, to cut, to cut a very boring story short, I ended up buy, buying a, a fleece kind of zip up thing, which was a medium, right? Yeah. I'd got, and the t shirt underneath I was wearing, which is from All Saints, was an extra, extra large. <laughs> it's, it's like, where do, where do we go with these things? It's mad. It should be standardised. Yeah, how are you allowed to sort of like, yeah, I mean, they should just have be like 36, 38, 42. Like, they should just have chest sizes and just have done with it because they're just meaningless, isn't it, the sizes? I know I'm like, a, I'm a top man small, but in other places, small is way too small for me. It's it's, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. It's stupid. It's wild. And I think that that is, we are definitely in the territory of two old men yelling at a cloud here, but... It's uh, it's frustrating. But anyway, should we have a little break and then come back and do some emails because we've got some good ones? 
All right, then. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete show. If you want to get to the show, it's really a really unbelievably simple people, 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 people. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com uh, if you'd like to get in touch and, uh, you know, just 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 ask us uh, about stuff. Tell us about stuff. It's hello, about at, stuff. it's hello at people, 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 people.com. People, people. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had a, quite a few good ones. Um, we talked, Jim and I talked about... Um, little urban legends and stuff for a bit last mm. week and Jim was talking about razor, ra- blades. razor blades exactly Sam has yes. been in touch by emailing hello at lukeandpeetshow.com uh, saying that hi guys I grew up in the western suburbs of Sydney in the 80s which is very much the mm. Romford of the southern hemisphere <laughs> and if any confirmation was required that water park razor blades are absolute bollocks the same rumor existed around our local water park which is approximately 11,000 miles away now either this was mm. some complex international coordinated attack by a sole global cabal of blade wielding supervillains or very much a bollocks urban legend. Cheers, Sam. Pete, is that, was that an urban legend that made it as far as Hartlepool? It was, yeah, Millhouse Leather Centre. But it was more, um, to be honest, I was more visceral and realistic, I think, uh, in that um, it was nails. Right. Uh, in, like like nailed into the underside of the Millhouse Leisure Centre, which was accessible. The the, the, the tube uh, in question, the flume in question was accessible from below. Um, so you could, you could technically do it. Razor blades... I'm thinking, how do you mount them onto the inside of the uh, of the actual yeah, thing? We I mean, yeah, it, yeah quick, I don't quick, think you're banging going. a nail. I don't think you're banging a common or garden nail up through one of those tubes. They're so I don't know what type of plastic they are, but it's robust plastic. You could get a nail through a good thick wood nail straight through. Lovely old job. Be a leak though. But, yeah, that that was It'd be a leak. It would be a leak. It would not. Yeah. Where's all the water gone? I'm not going down there. And yeah. I, I, one thing I forgot to mention last week when Jim was talking about it is actually, and this is a fact, it's not an urban legend. I saw it happen with my own eyes. Is that weirdly the school I went to was the worst school in the area, but weirdly it had quite good sports facilities. I have no idea why. My dad reckons because my dad went to the same school, and he, my dad was mm. a very uh, competent and competitive. Uh, swimmer right and he swam right. for the county and all the rest of it and he said that um and basically our, our school had a swimming pool and i think i think it might the school which was kind of opened in the 60s might have maybe um been set up as like a sports kind of school or something like that but anyway so the, the bottom line is we had a really good swimming pool when mm. none of the other um, schools in our area had any had one but our school was rough so my mate Jimmy, who you know well, one of my, my best friends, he was never able to swim, and even now he can't swim, and which is mad because mm. we grew up like a stone's throw from the sea, but he's never learned how to swim. So um, when we had PE class and it was swimming, like he had to be down the shallow end um, and um, kind of be given a flow. And, and he used to do this thing, which is really funny, where he used to walk along the bottom pretending to swim and try and get away with it. And we'd only be about we'd only be about thirteen at a time or whatever. But anyway, what had happened was some of the bigger boys, bigger boys from year bigger eleven, boys. had had on their final because um, I think they they left they they finished the year early because they had to go and study for their exams. That didn't used to get to do, do revision from home or whatever. Used to leave like early. Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was sweet. That, that yeah, it was that, sweet. That and they, and they had to, they were able to do that. But what one of them did, or a few of them did, was they chucked a load of drawing pins on the bottom of the swimming pool. Right, okay. And yeah. so a load of people got them stuck in the bottom of their feet. And this actually <laughs> happened. I, rem- I remember it happening. I remember people having yeah. drawing pins in the bottom of their feet. So that is a kind of slightly more benign variation on that urban legend, which definitely did happen. Yeah, well, look, when you've got feet like mine, 
Um, you wouldn't have noticed. It's, it's a, I wouldn't have noticed. I'm bleeding yeah. constantly. Actually, I, one of my one of my many um, bleeding uh, orifices on my feet. Um, it's not an orifice, seemed, is it? It is in my. I will send you a picture. It is an orifice. It's like a hole in my foot. Oh god! Um, where the thong went in, and uh, yeah, there, there was a wasp that just kept on trying to eat it. <laughs> it's like oh, it's oh, disgusting. Lay some eggs. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine getting stung in a wound? Uh, oh, my, 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 that um, would be. My late uncle, who was um, he was a bit of a joker when we were kids. I mean, this was ch- genuinely quite chilling. He had like a couple of calcium bumps on his arms. I mm. think they're called calcium bumps. Just little weird kind of like I guess they're yeah. like benign cysts or whatever. And when mm. I was like seven years old, or maybe even younger, I would go up to him and I and I, if I if I touched one of them just to see what it was when he was like I don't know when I was sat on the sofa next to him, asleep. he would go mental. <laughs> He would go, ah, but that's really make me jump. And then I would, and then I would say, why are you getting so, um, why are you doing that? And he would say to me, like in a conspiratorial tone when no one else was listening, it's a spider's nest and I don't want you to wake them up. How <laughs> awful is that to a seven-year-old? Lovely. <laughs> Lovely old job. That would absolutely kill me yeah. until the end of time. Awful. Unbelievable. Like when those people who um, listened told us about those, um, pe- those little larvae in people's heads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You put um, Vaseline on them and, and starve them of oxygen, and they yes. just, just sort of tunnel out, don't they? Disgusting. Dan Crowley uh, has got in touch on the emails. Good day, guys. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, as the above greeting was designed to indicate. Enjoyable. Yes. Um, I've got an important uh, crisp flavour slash girlfriend inquiry. I'm sure you get a few of these. Uh, in a conversation with some friends recently, my girlfriend was asked to describe me as a flavour of crisps. I can't remember how this question came up, but her instinctive answer was sea salt. Um, when someone asked her why, she said, and I quote, it's because it's a very neutral flavour. Oh, boring. <laughs> boring. Uh, she, she, well, so his friends all assumed that uh, I'd be upset that my girlfriend thinks of me as a neutral flavour, but he says he wasn't. He protested he wasn't um, because his line of thinking is, right, there's no answer that she could possibly have given to that question that I would have been happy with. I'm not convinced that there's any crisp flavour you could compare me to that I would find flattering. Chicken flavour? Doesn't say much about my confidence. French onion, I guess, like French onion. Is that that a crisp French onion. I don't know. Yeah, well, clearly in in Australia, uh, salt and vinegar, bit overbearing after a while. Uh, given I'm half uh, Sri Lankan, I'd take any uh, flavour involving chili uh, as a racial slur. Anyway, I am a uh, crisp, a crisp flavoured pessimist. Uh, anyway, am I a crisp flavoured pessimist, or is there, as I suspect, no such thing as a flattering crisp flavour comparison? Yeah, I mean, any food stuff is a bit like you've you've lost the fight, haven't you? Because you're going to be eating. Yeah, I, th- I think no, I am. No, I think I am sort of vinegar. I love sort of vinegar crisps, um, mm. and I'll give you a couple of reasons why um, I'm probably sort of vinegar. One, because I am quite overbearing, and mm. two, because my wife dislikes them. <laughs> <laughs> what would you uh, be how can you dislike uh, uh, smoky bacon I'm just very just too what salty. you repeat on me too sad too, yeah exactly and I don't really I don't, I'm not I don't really smell like the sport, the thing I'm supposed to be I don't taste <laughs> like the thing I'm supposed to be yeah you Make confound the expectation yeah, because because exactly. roast chicken crisps roast beef crisps and bacon crisps whatever um, brand you buy all taste the same and none of them taste yeah. like the thing they're supposed to be and I'm fairly certain they're all vegetarian, which tells its own story, to be quite frank. Yeah, and you, you are disgusted very by weird. vegetarians, aren't you, as well? I am disgusted. I find them very problematic. I have yeah. some mints. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so that's about it for this week. I think yeah. we, uh, we've, we, we're going to shuffle off and we'll be back on uh, Thursday. 
with more fun uh, games, um, bucket spades, and hand grenades. Um, we are the uh, Seven Dwarves, and we'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> Hello, LovePeakShow.com. We're going to get in touch. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.